Thank you for listening. This is Israel Rebound, a podcast joining listeners from around the world and connect to Israel, exploring the ties that bind us through culture, identity, and current events. I'm Alan Potash in California, and I'm joined with my co-host and friend, Liz Felstrin in Jerusalem. Liz, how are you? And let's let the airplane pass by. Is that what that was, Alan? I was I have my computer set up right by the sliding glass window, and uh, an airplane just flew by the beautiful um, Palm Springs area. It's gorgeous today here in in California. How about in Jerusalem? How's the weather in Jerusalem? It, it, a little chilly, actually. It's like weird May weather. I'm not exactly sure what's happening. Um, but we've also had lots of planes uh, going overhead with the Israel Independence Day. You know, they do like information flyovers and that kind of thing. So we've also had our share of airplanes passing over in the last week or so. You know, we're just finishing up an incredible week, which happens every year in Israel with Yom HaShoah, Yom HaZikaron, and Yom HaTzmaut. But I also believe that it's also the Knesset that starts to come back to work. They've been out for a long time. Anything happening in the country while they're gone? I am, you know, just the usual, but definitely no uh, lawmaking or major decisions because they have been, as you said, on their extended spring break. And they are now meant to come back to work and get back to the business of um, running the country. So hopefully things won't be happening. So is Naftali Bennett still the prime minister for Israel? Uh, Yes. Well, one of the things that can't happen when they're on break is a major change to that, right? Now that they're coming back, we'll see. Um, Because, uh, I mean, laughing matters aside, there, you know, there are certain uh, tensions and concerns and, um, and members of the current government uh, majority coalition who have said that they no longer have faith in the government or that they don't want to sit in that government any longer. So, um, so there were sort of rumors and, and, you know, a lot of talk that happened maybe over the break, but now with the Knesset coming back into session, it's possible that we'll see some, some more definitive action of people trying to do something, you know, make a change. So the challenge that I see, now correct me if I'm wrong, and again, I just got a warning that we have 10 minutes left. I don't know what this is about. My Zoom does not like us anymore. Zoom only likes us in small doses. <laughs> um, which is fine. Uh, but my Your question... listeners agree, it's fine. <laughs> my question, though, to you is, it's almost been a year or two years since this Knesset has been formed. No, just a year. So in June, it'll be a year. Yeah. And it's a, one of the longest standing um, elected bodies in Israel a year? I am. No, not longest standing, but also not, you know, unusually short to have talk of restlessness or or possible change coming down the road. I think an average throughout um, the course of Israel's history, the average length of a government lasting is about 18 months. So to at the one year mark have 
a certain amount of dissent in the ranks, especially when this coalition came together with such a contentious start, right? And a, a very rocky and unclear whether there'd even be a coalition at all, you know, is not is not surprising. And I don't think is a um I don't think is a sign of a failure of this government, right? I, I hope that it will continue to lead because we really need that stability. But um but to have made it close to the one year mark is something in and of itself. So on on one foot, what would you say has been the most successful part of this coalition? So I mean that the number one is sort of easy, right? Because the number one was passing a, a budget. Um that, that that, was, which is why I threw that out there because I both of you Yeah, and I, I like it when you ask the easy ones, right? The number one is passing a budget. Um there hadn't been a budget for uh, two years plus before this coalition came together and was able to pass one. And that really, that period of not having a budget um, was just a shame for so many reasons, especially as it came on, coincided with COVID and there needing to be, you know, a lot of government interventions and action in this country to have the ministry's hands tied by not having um, a budget was was unfortunate, and so passing that budget was was a, a huge accomplishment. Um, it's difficult to say what is the number two, right? After the budget, what what else did this government accomplish so far? Um, and you know, on the one hand, maybe that's a little bit of a disappointment. On the other hand, it's not super surprising, right? We know that with such a slim majority, it was going to be next to impossible to to affect real change. There were things that some of us had hoped that this government was going to really push forward in terms of um, a better treatment for uh, non-Jewish Israeli citizens in terms of uh, a more pluralistic understanding of religion. There were some small changes in that direction. Um, and I would like to think that if this government can stay in place, there will be more. But on the other hand, there was in the interim a, a war in Ukraine, which has kept the, the country very busy. And, um, and, and now, unfortunately, recently a string of, you know, terrorist incidents within Israel. Um, so it's not that the government hasn't had their hands full, uh, but it's hard to point to a lot of big successes beyond the budget being passed. But that's still an incredible advancement for this coalition. It's a, sure. a thin coalition. I, and then to the point that you just made, all these other outside factors has impacted, you know, day-to-day leadership in any country. We see it in America, we see it in Europe. And so Israel is really not alone in that. Um, I would say, though, that part of Israel's challenge with the Ukraine situation is it's one of the lead places that's absorbing uh, people, but it also has challenges with how it navigates the relationship between Ukraine and Russia. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, yes, I think this government wound up getting to do quite a lot more uh, international stage kind of activities and interventions and and attempts at mediation than it had necessarily thought it was going to get to do, right? We were all hoping that this government was going to get to be very internally focused and, and put in the work that's needed in Israel. 
and they wound up being called upon to do other things. But when when you're needed, you're needed, right? So that's kind of the story of Israel to begin with. When you're needed, you're needed, and when you're not, hopefully <laughs> nobody forgets about you. Um, in the in the short few minutes that we have left before Zoom tells me to upgrade, uh, let's let's think about the opportunity for this Knesset to come back into session in the next couple of days. Do you see anything on the horizon that they want to be working towards? So if I'm not mistaken, they actually are already meant to propose a next budget. The first one, it seems like not that long ago because it was like a late and postponed budget, but really the next budget already in June um, is meant to be put forth. So that will be a next sort of major milestone for this government, assuming they're still in existence by June. Um, And uh, I I think the government also has some sort of work to do on itself. There is some infighting and, and bickering at this point, which is like, there are sort of two reasons that are causing people to want to walk away from this government that are in it. And one of them is that that sort of internal who feels like they're getting enough power and recognition issue. And so hopefully they can work that out like big boys and girls that they are. Um, and um, the other side are people from from Ra'am, from the, um, the joint Arab list who have, you know, other reasons for feeling like they... Um, they they can't they don't want to stand behind this government right now. But uh, but the party has also said very clearly that they don't want to be the reason that this government falls. Um, I, I think that's so, a, I think that's, that's I think that's an incredible statement that yeah you know, because that has been you know one of the milestones for this uh, government this Knesset government is that the Arab list has now had a voice um, mm-hmm. they didn't have before. And I think that they've, you know, realized the benefit of being part of it uh, and not being part of it. Better to have a voice at the table than to just be at the table. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, Which was a huge hurdle in and of itself, right? I mean, for, for many, many years, um, you know, fashions of the Arab community, including those in politics, have had mixed feelings and sort of landed on this, the other side, that they didn't want to be part of a government that they felt that they couldn't fully stand behind, even though that meant not having the voice and not having the representation. And so now having sort of gotten over that hurdle and decided to be part of the government, to hear that they that they feel like the benefits of that outweigh any downside and they want to remain in that type of relationship, is um, is a, is a, a great step. Well, let's pay attention to how all this unfolds over the next couple of weeks. With the minute we have left, anything you want to add? Um, I am just to uh, to encourage everyone, as you do, to uh, to stay informed and try and read a little bit about what does go on in the Knesset because once now that they'll be back in session, you know, one way or the other things will happen very quickly. Right? There every day there'll be something new for those that um keep themselves apprised. And 
and it's worth keeping up with and following along because the the changes happen quickly and but once you get in that sort of routine of knowing what they're talking about and what's on the agenda it's uh, it's easier to follow well and i think that's one of the missions of this podcast is to give people the quick picture the resources to pay attention to what's going on in israel i want to thank everybody for listening again to israel rebound liz great seeing you again and uh Look, look to continuing our conversations. And Thanks, hopefully, Alan. Talk soon. Hopefully I'll figure out how to work Zoom uh, in the upgrade. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.